You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 286, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra with you here. So I feel called to talk about this topic because I think it's something, especially for women entrepreneurs, doesn't get talked about enough. And so today's topic is five ways we hurt ourselves and three ways to heal. And of course, this is Pinterest inspiration. And I saw this from uh, Nedra Tawab. And this is, this is, this is so powerful and so important. And so I'm going to give you the quote or the information, and then we're going to dive into five ways we hurt ourselves and three ways to heal. So Nedra said, stop hurting yourself by one, expecting people who can't show up for themselves to show up for you. Two, seeking closure from people who ghosted you or won't respond. Three, blaming yourself for things you have no control over. Four, doing things that you don't like because others think it's best for you. And five, seeking connections with people who are not the best for you. I think it's so important to recognize the, the, the places in life where we are hurting ourselves. And I want to speak for a moment from a business perspective, because I think as women entrepreneurs, one of the, the the cycles we get caught up in is trying to serve the needs of everybody but ourselves. Trying to be, it, it's almost, let's, let's say I can describe this. It's almost as if we apologize. It's almost as if we subconsciously try to apologize for our ambition, our drive, and our desire to build a business empire by doing things that please others or fulfill others' expectations, oftentimes at the cost of our own. Let me try to say that a different way. I think so many women entrepreneurs are trying to be everything to everyone because they are secretly apologizing for the time they spend working on their businesses. And let me be very clear, that kind of uh, subversive shame that a lot of women entrepreneurs feel because they want what they want but they also feel pulled to, to, to be what other people want them to be is extremely problematic because it's a shame that most of us don't consciously understand that we hold. And it's a shame that is literally hurting our, the deepest parts of our, of our inner selves. And so when I read this quote and it, and it really struck me, the stop hurting yourself by expecting people who can't show up for themselves to show up for you. Stop hurting yourself by seeking closure from people who ghosted you or won't respond. Stop hurting yourself by blaming yourself for things you have no control over. Stop hurting yourself by doing things that you don't like because others think it's best for you. And stop hurting yourself by seeking connections with people who are not the best for you. I thought to myself, wow, as women entrepreneurs, we have a long way to go. Because a lot of us are still expecting people who can't show up for themselves to show up for us. A lot of us are seeking closure from people who ghosted us or won't respond, right? We're, st we're, we're still saying, I'm not getting over this because you didn't give me closure. Let me help you out with that one real quick. Closure is self-given every single time. 
Closure is self-given. Nobody has to ever apologize to you. Nobody has to ever say I was wrong. Nobody ever has to come to you and, 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 and admit fault. You know why? Because in most cases, they aren't conscious enough to even own their fault, let alone admit it to you. So if what you're doing is holding grudges or resentments because you expect the other person to be the bigger person and to come and apologize to you so you can get closure, the only person holding themselves in a cage is you because closure is self-given every single time. It's self-given. So we've got to stop hurting ourselves by expecting people who can't show up for themselves to show up for us. Uh, listen, if somebody can't even show up for themselves, do you honestly really believe they're going to show up for you? Let's just be clear. This, this is where people go, well, I just, you know, I want people to see my business vision and I want them to, you know, support me. Look, you're asking somebody who's never pursued a, a dream even close to as big as building a business empire. And you really think, you really think they have the capacity to show up for you. They, they haven't even shown up for themselves in their own lives. They haven't even, they haven't even pursued middle of the road dreams. And you're asking them to support you in one of the biggest dreams of your life, which is building a business empire. Do you, like at some point as women entrepreneurs, we have to be, we have to get great at assessing people's capacity to give us what we're asking for. Cause at the end of the day, it's not my problem if somebody lacks the capacity to give something to me. It's my problem if I keep asking for it in the same place where there is no capacity to get it. Do you see what I'm saying? It's my problem if I keep looking, as they say in the song, for love in all the wrong places. My problem, not theirs. Because if I know they lack the capacity and I keep looking for it in the same place, then what I'm really doing is wasting my time, I'm wasting their time, and I'm setting myself up for failure every time. Not okay. No bueno. So we've got to stop hurting ourselves by blaming ourselves for things you have no control over. You know what you have no control over? What other folks decide to do. You have no control over how people decide to show up for you, not show up for you, to respond, not to, you have, so, so if you are worried about the people who ghosted you or the people who won't respond to you or the people who won't meet you where you're at, I'm telling you, you are barking up the wrong tree. You have a whole life inside of you. You need to be in your business. And I mean, metaphorically and literally, you, you don't need to be in other people's business. You need to be in your business because if you're in other people's business, who is over here minding your business as Byron Katie has said, Oh, that's right. Nobody. If you're not minding your business, nobody's minding your business metaphorically and literally. So there comes a moment where you got to go, you know, I got to stop blaming myself for things I have no control over. And I have to stop seeking closure from people who ghosted me or won't respond. And you know what? I've got to stop hurting myself by doing things that I don't like because others think it's best for me. Listen, nobody knows what's best for you better than you. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're 22. I don't care if you're 19. I don't care if you're 39. I don't care if you're 79. No one no one should be the judge and jury of what you should do next in your life because they aren't in your shoes. And guess what? They don't have to pay the consequences of the decisions you make, but you do. So if you're listening to other people and you're taking their advice and you're doing what they think is best for you, you know who's going to wake up miserable 
and mad and resentful at 95 because you didn't follow your path, you, you will, not them. They did their thing. They gave you advice and they're like, well, look, like you could, you could take it. They didn't, they didn't portray it that way in the moment though. They were like, you need to. But at the end of the day, if you ever were to go to back to them and say, look, I made the decision you said was best for me and it didn't work out. They'd be like, well, that was my advice. That was my opinion. And you didn't have to take it. So no, if they don't have to deal with the consequences, they don't get to be on a committee to decide the decision, to make the decision, to decide the choice. So we've got to stop hurting ourselves by doing things that we don't like because others think it's best for us. They don't know what's best for you. You are the only one who has the inner knowing to indicate what is best for you. And we have to stop hurting ourselves by seeking connections with people who are not the best for you. Um, do, do I have to go here? Honestly, like, do I have to tell you that you already know the people that aren't good for you by the way it feels? Do I have to remind you that the people who weren't good for you last year by the way it feels, by the energy they bring into the room, still not good for you this year, still won't be good for you next year, still won't be good for you 10 years? Do, do I have to go there and say to you, you already know the people who aren't good for you. So why are you keeping them in your inner circle? And why are you, why are you answering their phone calls? And why are you giving them advice? And why are you trying to save them and drag them along? Do, do I have to? Do I have to go there? Because seriously, at the end of the day, I don't have to tell you, I don't have to know you directly and I don't have to be in your inner circle to tell you that I know you know the people who are not good for you. I know you know. I, I, don't, I, I don't, that's not even a guess. I don't need a crystal ball. I know you know the people that aren't good for you. You know why? Because I know the people that aren't good for me. So if what you're doing is still because of some you know, abandonment wound, we have them. Some desire to to make up from some wound from childhood where you felt rejected by one or both parents, we've got those. If you are still feeling like you need to fight to convince people who are not good for you that they want to be around you, or you've got to convince yourself to be around them because you want to prove a point that you're worthy of being chosen, I'd go on and on with the bullshit that we tell ourselves. All of us. All you're doing is hurting yourself. All you're doing, all you're doing is, is annihilating your self-esteem, your self-confidence. You are crushing your self-worth every time you, you beg for the crumbs of what certain people will give you, knowing that within those crumbs, every time they give you a crumb, it's poisonous. You are annihilating, destroying your level of self-worth every single time you do that. So I think it's time, especially as women entrepreneurs, that we we stopped hurting ourselves by expecting people who can't show up for themselves to show up for us. If they can't show up for themselves, they have no capacity to show up for us. We need to stop expecting things from people who can't give it to us. We need to stop hurting ourselves by seeking closure from people who ghosted us or won't respond to us. Listen, people don't have to completely ghost you to... To ignore you. People can just act like, oh, I didn't know you weren't here. Or they can totally belittle you. Or they can pretend like you're not a part of the family. Or they can treat you like they can dismiss you. They don't have to ghost you. It doesn't have to be that. They can just simply dismiss you as a thought. Stop seeking closure from those people. We need to stop hurting ourselves by blaming ourselves for things we have no control over. You know what? 
own all your stuff, but other people's stuff, let them own that. Like that's, that's on them. Own what you need to own. Let everything else on other people be on other people because they are. We need to stop hurting ourselves by doing things that we don't like because others think it's best for us. I don't give a crap what anybody thinks is best for me because they don't have to, they don't have to live with the consequences of the decisions I make. I have to live with the consequences of the decisions I make. So if anybody is going to make decisions that please me, you know who's going to do that? I am. I'm going to make decisions that please me because what other people think is best for me, when that backfires, the only person living the consequences of the nonsense is me. So I might as well make decisions that are in accordance with what my soul actually wants, right? And we need to stop hurting ourselves by seeking connections with people who are not the best for us, who are not good for us. I don't have to give you a play-by-play of who those people are because as soon as I said that, you already had two or three people come into your mind. You know who's not good for you. Stop seeking those connections because those connections are actually destroying the connection you have to yourself and to your inner knowing every time you reach out to those people. Stop it. And let me just say one final thing before I get into the three ways to heal. I want to be so super clear because I don't know what it is. I don't think men have this problem the way women do, but women seem to. It is pretty apparent if somebody wants you in their life or not. And if somebody is not responding to you, if somebody's not reaching out to you, if somebody doesn't even as much as, you know, on your birthday, wish you happy birthday on Facebook or on social, can I help you out? They're just not that into you. And they're not thinking about you. And you're, you're not even, you're not even a remote thought in their minds. And you can tell me all the nonsense about, well, their lives are busy, their lives are, no, no, we make time for the things that are important to us. And so let's stop playing these games of, of, of giving people the benefit of the doubt. People show you through action how they feel about you. If they make no time for you, if they don't reach out to you, if they don't check in on you, why are you going above and beyond the call of duty to do that for them? That's not a reciprocated relationship. And I mean, friendships, colleagues, coworkers, people you hire, partners in business. If there is not a reciprocated relationship, what are you doing putting all of that effort and energy into people who don't give a damn about you? You have a business to build. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Uh Uh-uh. You don't have time for that. So at the end of the day, when somebody shows you that they make no time to even indicate to you, even twice a year, that you're a thought on their minds, you know what you do? You drop them like it's hot. You're dropping like it's hot because you know what? You're not a thought on their minds. And so I don't know why you're over here ruminating about them when they are super clear in action that, that you aren't even a blip on the radar screen. We have to stop that. We're wasting energy. And more importantly, we're hurting ourselves every time we compromise our integrity by settling for less than what we deserve. Now, let me give you three ways to heal. I just gave you five ways we hurt ourselves. Let me give you three ways to heal. Healing strategy number one. And I've talked about this today. Stop expecting people to show up for you who can't or won't. Let me say that again. Stop expecting people to show up for you who can't or won't. See, some people lack the capacity to show up for you. And that's one thing. Some people have the capacity to show up for you, but are blatantly choosing not to. 
Now the outcome is the same, but boy, is the intention of the people who can but won't quite different. They're sending you a message that you aren't worthy of their time and you aren't worthy of their effort and you don't deserve anything they could give you, even though they have the ability to give it to you. Drop those people even faster than the ones who can't give it to you. At least the ones who can't give it to you, it's because they lack the capacity. But the ones who won't, that is a decision. That is a choice. And that is relaying to you just how little you actually mean to them. Stop expecting people to show up for you who can't or won't. That's healing strategy number one. Healing strategy number two, let draining people go. I, I just talked about this in a course on Skillshare that I'm, be that I'm building today called Begin Again, Five Ways to Carve Out a New Life Path. Let the draining people go, please. The emotional vampires, the drama kings and queens, uh, you know, passive aggressive narcissists. Let them, let them go because your life will be better the moment you're at least willing, even willing to do that. You don't have to know how to do it. You don't have to actually do it. Just be willing to let the draining people go. That is healing strategy number two. Healing strategy number three. If pe and I, I just got through talking about this, so I'm just going to repeat myself because we probably need to hear it. I'm talking to myself too. Again, if people don't reach out or show you they care, believe them and leave the space open so you can attract people who do. Let me say it again. Healing strategy number three. If people don't reach out or show you that they care, believe them the first time and keep the space open so you actually attract the people who will care. It's really that simple. You know, I, I saw this when I went, was in college. I saw this in my twenties. I saw this in my thirties. I still see this in my forties where, where women are like on the different dating sites and they're like, well, maybe, maybe no, no, no. Men are pretty. Well, let me, okay. Let me not be rude. Men are pretty simple. Okay. I'm rude. Men are pretty simple. If they want you, you'll know it. If they don't want you, you'll know it. You never, you never have to wonder. If they are not reaching out, if they are not making the first move, if they are not deliberately and actively on the hunt to be in your presence and to spend time with you, it's because they don't want to. It's because they don't want to. It's very simple. You, you don't ever have to like wonder like, what are they thinking? Maybe I, mm -mm. nope, nope, nope. Direct, simple. If they want you, you'll know it. If they don't want you, you'll know it. Don't try to read into some in-between lines that don't even exist. And I think we do that in life. And I think we do that in relationships. And I think we do that in business all the time. Uh, you know a no by the way it feels. You know a yes by the way it feels. You know and I want you by the way it feels. You know and I don't want you by the way it feels. There's no need to have, like, there's no need to debate it, honestly, because at the end of the day, your inner knowing will tell you the truth every single time. It simply is a question of whether you actually want to hear the truth and whether you actually want to accept it. That's the issue. It's not that you don't know the truth. It's do you actually want to hear it, accept it, and then act from that place. So I felt the, the need and the calling to talk about how, you know, five ways we hurt ourselves and three ways to heal. I've given you those. Let me say just a final point. We are all works in progress. I can tell you some of these ways I'm still doing and I'm working on it. And I can tell you some of the healing strategies I'm still not fully implementing and I'm working on it. The point of today's episode is not to guilt you for the areas where you are struggling. 
It's to remind you of what your role is, of what your role is as you work through the areas in which you are struggling. This is not about the blame game. This is not about blame, shame, or guilt. This is simply about awakening to the fact that in any moment when you're feeling really shitty about certain situations, you've always got a more empowering choice to be made. You've always got a more empowering option to take. And yet it is up to you to take the empowering choice. And it is up to you to make the empowering decisions. And at the end of the day, no one's coming to save you. Nobody. As Neil Gammon said, uh, I love stories where women save themselves. You know, like we, we can't wait for a knight on a white horse, right? Like I don't want a knight, I want a sword. So at the end of the day, it does come to a point where you have to be willing to say to yourself, I can't expect anyone else to give me what I am refusing to give myself. And I can't expect anyone else to um, meet me at standards I'm unwilling to hold other people to on behalf of myself. And there does come a point where you have to say, I have to decide for myself, if I'm worthy of what I keep saying I want. And then when I decide that I'm worthy of what I keep saying I want, I also have to be willing to stand my ground until I get it. And even after I get it. That's a hard thing. I'm not saying it's easy. It's simple. It's not easy. And here's the thing I want you to understand. We're all struggling with this. We're all struggling with this. And I just want to leave you with this last piece, this last message, which is really simple. Your needs matter. In fact, let, let me, let me, let me add on to that. It's not only that your needs matter, your wants matter, your desires matter. And if you ever come across people who try to convince you otherwise, that is only, that is one sign and one sign only you either need to distance yourself from those people or you need to drop them like it's hot. I wanted to say just drop them like it's hot because you should, but I'll give you another option. Because at the end of the day, anyone who is in your circle who thinks or believes or wants you to believe that your needs don't matter, your wants don't matter, your desires don't matter, they are not on your side. They're not on your side. So let me be clear. Your needs matter, your wants matter, and your desires matter equally equally don't forget that all right everybody i will catch you on the next episode of she runs the show 